NCR are delighted to be joined once more at the Australian Open by the inimitable, but full of invitations, <laughs> Mary Carrillo. Mary Carrillo here with Ben Rothenberg and Courtney Nguyen. Mary, how are you I'm doing? I'm so glad to be back with you two. This is like a yearly thing. You do it every I Australian Open? I so. Open. Second annual. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so the that's... only anniversary that matters to me, <laughs> okay. personally. It's not dark. Good. You said I could take it anywhere I wanted to go. I, I took it real dark. real dark real quick. <laughs> Courtney, do you need more meaningful dates in your life? Is that what yeah, you're it's, saying? It's been it's been an emotional few days, you guys. I mean, I'm in a dark place. Are you ready to talk about Andy Murray? Yet? I, you know, sh- should we just do it? Yeah, why not? Just do it. Let's if just do it. It's up to you. you no, it's fine. It's fine. Let's talk about Andy Murray. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, obviously, he had been hinting at it a little bit. I was in Brisbane, and he broke down on the court a little bit, kind of teared up, kind of when after his first round win, where he said, you know, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this, something along those lines. I think that was the first time that it, it kind of occurred to me, like, oh, I, I just in my head thought he was going to play Tokyo Olympics. I just, in yeah. my head, think a lot of players are going to do that, you know? And I think that with him now making this announcement and just the way that he did it, it was all just so very Andy. I mean, yeah. it, it, and, and it, what was so hard to watch in that press conference was just, I think, with him really, you know, in real time, kind yes. of reckoning with the heaviness of the words that were coming out of his mouth or that he was struggling to say. And I think that that was... Again, that's just Andy. We've seen that kind of from him a lot of times, you know, but here, God, it just sucks for him. Well, when you, you tweeted out an 11 o'clock press conference, is never good. <laughs> and that was like, that, I was traveling here. I missed the press conference personally. But yeah, that's what it ended up being. Remember, it happened, I guess this is what Andy's do. Andy Roddick surprised yeah. us at the U.S. Open that's a couple right. of years Mid ago. Mid-tournament. Was, was after, Mid- between, his, between his first and second rounds, he did it, which Correct. was really weird. Yeah, Correct. It must be a... But my favorite part about all of this, and I, I too, I'm crazy about this guy. Mm-hmm. I just love how many fans he has among players. Yeah. I mean, men, women, retired players. You know, like that. I think has got to be so comforting to him to know what the impact this is, not just on the game and not just on the Brits, <laughs> but on both locker rooms. Yeah. You know, the words that that are that he's been given, and and everyone keeps saying, you know. He left no stone unturned. That includes Ivan Lendl. He's yeah. like one of yeah. the great stones in, his, in the history of tennis. A boulder of, of our time. A yeah. boulder of our time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, even even Ivan gave this guy very beautiful, generous words. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow night. Um, I was with Jim Currier in a production mm-hmm. meeting, and he also works for Australian TV. And Jim said he hasn't gotten his assignments yet, but he wants to talk to Andy after that match tomorrow night. Yeah. You know, win or lose. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I, I think it'll be an emotional thing. And he did say it could be his last tournament. I would hope if his goal is just to play Wimbledon, play here, put yourself on ice for five months, <laughs> you know, in well, a full body cast and just yeah, and just hope for the best. The, pro- the problem for Andy, though, is that is that this isn't just like, you know, my knee hurts. This is every no. single day. Yeah. Yeah. Walking is hard. Chronic I can't. Pain. It's chronic pain. And so, because it, it, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, just don't play and then just walk out onto center court in, in, in five or six months, you know. But we're also, also asking for five or six months to struggle to pick up his kid, yeah. to, you know, yeah. can't get into the car, you know, like that sort of thing. In which case, I'm just like, dude, don't even worry about it. Like, yeah. go get the total hip replacement, walk out onto center court in a suit. Exactly it's fine. Right. And you'll get the exact same, I'm sure the All England Club 
would do something pretty significant. They know how to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> this is what they, I, of all of the majors, what they, do, yeah. they are. I remember for the centenary. That was my first ever Wimbledon in '77. I could not believe how I mean they just crushed it. And then, just when court one opened and there was royalty at the the new court, I mean, wow, yeah. you guys really. They're very good at this stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah. And they do it, and they do it, they pick their spots too. Unlike the French Open, who have an encore retirement ceremony for literally anybody who's picked up a racket <laughs> in, that, in the greater metropolitan region. I mean, as much as I like them, and, and with due respect to Virginia Rosano and Julian Benando, who are walking away with cash and prizes, you know, it's, it's devalued a bit. But Wimbledon, Wimbledon mean, picks their spots. Yeah, the, yes. the yeah. Benetton one was. I, I do remember, a lot of us were like, we were, tr- we were obviously trying to be respectful, but there's also a little bit of like, it was like the third one that week, also. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although I and but let's, David Ferrer is going to mm. finish in Madrid. Yeah. Like not the French. You would think the guy would want to end his career playing in a major, but no, he wants yeah. to end it in Spain, yeah. which is very, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. He's played an eclectic schedule this tournament. It is weird. <laughs> he was at Hotman Cup where he played pretty dang yes. well. Actually, he yes. beat Puy and took. Zverev to a third set tiebreak, and then he went to Auckland where he's won like four times, and they like him there. They're talking about right. naming some. It was like some scaffolding after him. It was unclear what exactly was getting named after David Ferrer. Did you see the video out of Auckland? So he obviously had to retire because he like couldn't basically walk anywhere. He busted his calf or something. And so he's, you know, David Ferrer kind of hunched over walking through, you know, the black, the back area where the volunteers are and the players to get to the car or yeah. something. And he's literally hobbling. Yeah. And they, they they have the volunteers lined up. And they're just like, whoa! And it just, but it was like the end of Cool Running. <laughs> One of those like one yeah. shiny moment moments, but at the same time, it was just very. It yeah. didn't work because he literally was limp. Like he looked yeah. in physical pain, yeah. and everybody's like, "Yeah!" And just like a, it, 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 the visual didn't work for no. me. But the sentiment was beautiful. We, it needed music. It needed. It really needed a nice right score. Maybe a slow down. Chariots of fire. <laughs> slow down. Chariots of fire. In black and white, you know, sepia yeah. tones. Yes. Yes. By the way, there is. This is totally. This is a major U-turn. I like that. At our production meeting today, our tennis round production meeting, we were told that there's a new court here. Yes. Court in 1573. And I'm there like, that's got to be an outside court. And they said, don't call it court 1573. Call it 1573 Arena. Yep. Yeah. What the heck is, it's show court it's, too. It's old show it's court a, too. I think it's a Korean beer or something. No, it's, or it's, a, or it's some a, kind of a, a Chinese baiju, which is rice. Is that the same thing? Uh, Korean, close. I mean, not, no. It's like basically Chinese. I'm going to say vodka and people are going to be mad at me, but it's a distilled spirit. Okay. But it, we're looking at the board right here. That yeah. Lu Zhao. Oh, there it is. Lu Zhao Lao Zhao. That says 1573? That, I don't know, but that's the brand. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the brand of, it's almost like, um, you know, like absolute. Okay. You know, it, the 1573 is, okay. is the name of the thing. But, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. It's a little confusing though. Can I just say, by the way, and speaking of court assignments. I like that Andy Murray's playing on on uh, on Melbourne his, Arena. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, no longer high that, that it is the, the name of that of change is like yeah. hourly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they want to. I remember it was Vodafone. It I was mean, that's Vodafone, how far yeah. back I go. Yeah, exactly. Why didn't they yeah. name it Ivan Gulagang? I didn't think yeah, it. Was. Anyway, but I like the idea that it's first come first. You know, yeah. you don't need a ticket to get to watch what could be the guys last. The match. people's champion. He's the people's yeah, dude. He really is. Yeah. yeah. While, while we're talking about arena names, I yes. feel I feel obliged. <laughs> To circle back to where we were last year here, you did a story for, and it was a conversation for the previous nine months in the sport, or roughly, about Margaret Court and her legacy here. And just to sort of just tack on a sort of coda to our last year conversations, I need to go all the way back into it. But 
the tournament we did the I think the same day the Sunday before the tournament we talked about yep. it and if anything might happen and nothing happened no and I guess what was your reaction to that and then I know there was there was disappointment from a lot of the, from the women you spoke to from right. from Billie Jean and from Martina who did sort of put themselves in their own legacies right. out there to take a stand on this and they were not backed up by uh, by any of the current players any at all yeah. yeah I was disappointed. Um, I don't remember if I told you the story last year that I spoke with Casey Delacroix. Did yeah. I tell you that I think story? she did. She said she wanted to play on there. She I think. wanted yes, to play on there. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 And and Craig Tiley, who re- multiple times refused to speak with us for at, for the piece I did on Real Sports with Brian Gumbel, um, he talked to her the day before the tournament and said, look, I feel the same way you must feel about Margaret Court, but it's much harder to take a name off of a building than to put one on. So that's when I said to Casey, well, you're playing doubles in next year, you know, and do you want, you know, how do you feel about playing on that court? I want to play on that mm-hmm. court. She's so cool. With her whole family sitting I, there. And my fans and my yeah. friend, my friends and my fans. and Yeah, that was, that was her. She's a classy lady, that I'll case. I'll tell you what, these Aussies, man, Ash Barty. Ash Barty. Yeah. Come on. I do not love Ash. How do you, I mean, I'd love to see her take a big, deep run. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool seeing her make the Sydney final this week. And I wish she'd gotten over the line. So and close. I just love her slangy Aussie. Oh yeah, she used I mean, another one yesterday at the she, press conference. What? Buster. What is oh, that? Oh, third set Buster. Yeah. <laughs> Tiebreak. Third set tiebreak is called a Buster. That's called that's, a buster. that's some kind of slang. Yeah. Oh, went down to a Buster. Yeah. <laughs> like I oh, was come like, on. huh? <laughs> How cool. Is that? She got. She had me before their match here last year when she referred to Naomi Osaka as a great chick who can certainly give it a rip. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She. I can't wait. For when she does commentary. Oh, yeah. I oh, will gladly gosh. give up my seat yeah. <laughs> to Ash Barty. And just, but I want to sit next to her so yeah. I can watch what she the watches. The Carrillo and Barty show? I'm oh, here for man. it. There's, oh. a lot of, there's a lot of dueling slang in that one, yeah, I think. Because exactly. she's, like, she's not talkative, per se. But what her like her qual- her like like charm per word <laughs> exceptional. It's very a, so. Yeah, very her slugging percentage is high. Very high. Very, very, very high. high. Yeah, no, she's a... Uh, She's a good. She's a good kid, and and the thing that's interesting about her is that you know the all the slang and the way that she talks, it's nonstop, always is, never fails. There's something in there where you're like, eh, never heard that. And then one day, I think it maybe was Zhuhai or some tournament in the fall last year, and she did well, and we were talking. And I don't know. I'm always just waiting for her to do, say something amusing at this point. So I guess I must have had a stupid, a stupider grin on my face than I normally have. And by, she's like mid-answer, and she turns to me, and she's like, why are you always laughing at me? And I was just was like, I just find you amusing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And she just was like, I don't know. Well, there are some people who walk into that press conference, and you're already happy that they're there. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. one, Osaka. Shea Sue. I mean, Shea Sue, I mean oh come my on, yeah. bring it. She's she's outstanding. She's avant garde try- and, and yeah. without trying. Yeah, I mean, this is, there's nothing you know manufactured. Yeah, and, and Ash too. Their- and Ash too. There's, I mean, yeah. Ash is not trying to be funny or trying to be you know amusing at all. No, it's just naturally who she is. <laughs> That's, yes. Shay, I think, realizes that she's not quite in the same <laughs> orbit as everyone else in this solar system. <laughs> And I think that she gets that on some level, but she's trying to at least to radio down to earth occasionally. <laughs> that's that's the hell of it. I, like I remember, I um, and and I I I love Gabriella Sabatini. I, I really enjoyed her, but there was a point where I was writing for Tennis Magazine back in the twenties, whenever that. Yeah, in your uh, stained days. Yes, and and so someone wanted me to do uh, a feature on Sabatini along, you know. And I said, God, I just don't think she's got the English for it. I think, you know, she's, you know. And so then I asked an Argentine writer, you know, how is 
is Gabby, you know, if I can get her going, you know, like, how is she in Spanish? Is she, she is not better in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are just some people who you appreciate their gifts yeah. for what they are. Yeah. And Kerber. Then, yeah. yeah, exactly. Kerber is not, the name Kerber is not better in, in German. And then she she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. We know I've heard. this. I've heard, the one person I heard who has a linguistic difference, I've heard is Dominic Team. I've heard he's actually oh. pretty great in German. I think he's very thoughtful in English. He's thoughtful, but he's also just very direct and just sort yes. of like he's not going to take you a scenic route to anywhere. No. 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 He doesn't. No U turns. No. Not it's like his game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But not his scheduling, though. He'll go in Not his schedule. scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> that passport, man. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no. Um, um, who was the player? Uh, Petra is the one back in the day that was the biggest red flag because she couldn't say anything. And so from the English side, we're like, what are we supposed to do with this kid? She's a Wimbledon champion, yeah. but we don't know. And then you'd be walking out of the room and the nice. Czech press would be walking up and she's just, blah, 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 and they yeah, were laughing. And we're like, yeah. you know, there was just something, you knew jealousy, something was that, and yes. you just couldn't get it. Yes, and, and, exactly. You know, and then sometimes you have the reverse. You have like Alina, who's amazing in English. And then you stick, and then it's like Chinese, Chinese questions. And yeah. she's just like, I'm giving you. I'm giving you nothing. Yeah, like from my cold dead hand. Will you pull a quote from me? How great is that? I know. Yeah. So it's, she's playing know. legends here. I heard. Hi, she is. Yeah. She yeah. is. Anna's around as well. Ivanovic. Is Anna playing? I don't know. if She's playing, but she's around. She's play. coming to the Australian Open. It's weird to think of Anna Ivanovic as a legend. She has yet to play a legends event. That'll be weird to me. She retired. What two year? years ago? Yeah. So yeah. So more recently than Lena, but not by that much. Yeah, she could do it. Why not? Yeah. She qualifies. Yeah. She, she, she passes the, <laughs> the, legend the, test. the smell test for legends, which has been, you know, some, some relative, some odd smelling things I've gotten through it before. I didn't want to say stinky, but there have been some, some interesting scents fragrant, in that draw. Fragrant. Some fragrant things in that draw. Absolutely. Wimbledon has a particular whiff to it sometimes in its legends, particularly of... Uh, you, I mean, speaking of legends, though, do you guys think, I often think about this, especially at Wimbledon, whenever I see the box and there's like, you know... I don't know, Lindsay Davenport passing the bucket behind her to uh, of candy to Arantxa Sanchez Vicar, like whatever. And I think, okay, in 15 years. Mm. All right, is that is that Petra passing the bucket of candy to Angie, who's passing it along down to Aga, you know, that sort of thing. And then I think about the Legends events. Yeah. Like, do, I mean, is that, do you think that, that these these kids, these these kids in their 20s and early 30s who are maybe still playing or just recently retired, is that whole Legends thing going to continue? I wonder I think, only because I think, I think, they got paid so much money as exactly. players. Oh, that's true. I don't think that there's like this kind of romantic ideal. And they have longer pro careers too. They have longer pro careers. I don't yeah. know. Like it would be really b a bummer if you didn't get to see like that. It, it's such a kick to see, you know, that generation play. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know if this generation will. By the way, I'm I'm thinking Martina's really going to want to play with Lena. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she just found that Lindsay Davenport, again, in our production meeting today, Lindsay told Martina that Lena is here. And Martina perked up. Like I think she was already assigned to somebody else. But yeah, you want to play. I love it. You want to play with Lee. Can I also say again? I'm, I keep taking you guys. Like down. I said, no. This, there's this no lines on this road. This is okay. It's a parking lot. You're a first time driver. <laughs> Go wherever you want. Try not to hit a Pollock. <laughs> Pollock. Pollock. Okay. Um, so I, I flew here. I, I flew from LA with Martina sitting mm -hmm. next to her. Lucky, a good seat. Okay. A good seat was had. Um, and I was asking her about the Australian, and I said, how many years did you skip it? And Martina, she thought, she said, well, I didn't play from 76 to 81. Yeah. Now, she was pretty oh, good wow. in those years. <laughs> yeah, very good. And then she said, and I didn't play it a bunch of other times because th there was no money. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make any sense to play the Australian. And she said, you know, Chrissy missed three French Opens playing mm -hmm. World Team Tennis, yeah. and so did I. And, then, and you just, 
This is the story I'm working on. You actually hit the nail on the head for a story I'm working on pretty much now about just sort of the count, the slam count. count. The slam, it drives me nuts. It's a flawed currency. It's so flawed. Billie Jean King, did, you know, she didn't put, she didn't put yeah. that kind of... And meanwhile, Margaret was here raking up once when no one else came <laughs> in a 32-player draw when no one else outside of Australia. It was, it was her and a few close cousins <laughs> competing for, for Grand Slam titles, pretty much. And, you know, and she was the best of the cousins, to be clear. But cousins, it, was, it was a family affair, you know. And, and it's just... It's, she had some good names in Yeah, there. she had some in, good In names. her defense, because yeah. I've spent a lot of time researching Margaret. Yeah. And she, I mean, she had... No one will ever touch her wins in single cells. No, it's not even Martina. No, no one's trying. No one's trying. And no one is trying. Yeah. Which brings me to why Hotman Cup, I am the death of Hotman Cup. The death of the wet bulb, I'm okay with. <laughs> I've still never understood the, what the wet bulb thing was. It was just like when it got wet, but it's but, so hot. Yeah, so, and where's the bulb? And why can't... Yeah. Although the new one, I don't understand. That there's, it's, it's oversimplified. It's kind of like a Tom Ridge uh, terror alert. Like, bring it out to five it's, colors. It's very... Pick an M&M. That's yeah, how we feel today. It's very orange alert. It yeah. is. I, I don't get it. But we'll figure it out, hopefully, by the end of the four days. But... Ho- Hoppin' Cup, yeah. But the Hoppin' Cup mixed doubles is... Spectacular. Spectacular. It is the best! It's tremendous. It and the only you time... Know, I the whole sport with just mixed. I tell you. No more men's... Funny movies. cards. There's something about funny cards that is just lights me up anyway. Um, but the fact that the only time we'll ever see it now, probably, is the Olympics. With top players, yeah. With top players. I mean, that, that blows. It's a bummer. And it's just been left behind. And for me, it's the mo- it's like been an orphan. It doesn't belong to anybody necessarily in terms of ATP or WTA. And they, and they can't share custody all that well. And, and they, you know, it's just sort of, it's this thing. Hotman Cup, again, we're not 100% sure. I, keep, I kind of keep reminding people of this. It could be back next year. Where? In, in Perth, because Perth was not picked as one of the first two cities when this ATP Cup announced. They picked Brisbane and Sydney. If they don't pick Perth, Perth, I think, will still want a tournament. There's a lot of Western Australia tourism money that goes into that. And PA has a contract to run Hotman Cup through 2022. Who's going to play it if which, the guys are playing? Right, exactly. That's but, the problem. But they only need eight guys. You only need pass Sakari, you could still get a yeah, Hotman Cup. Sitsipa, Sitsipa there's no, there's no other Cup. Greek player with a ranking. So he would have no teammates. He couldn't get in. Even if he's number one, he's got a brother who plays. Yeah, he doesn't have a ranking yet. He doesn't have Petros. This yeah. is like the Margaret Court cousin thing. Exactly. Yeah. There's not enough. Not enough Greek people could merge with Cyprus maybe and get some of them. No, but so but it's so we don't know. I mean, all of this ATP Cup. I mean, I mean ATP Cup seems like uh, a thing that no one asked for. <laughs> yeah. I. I, I've, I mean. I, I, yeah. No, I don't. I, I don't have anything. But I'm just thinking about that statement of like, did is this something people want? Our cups runneth over. So many cups. <laughs> so it's a lot of cups. Dudes need a lot of cups. <laughs> okay, that's important though. That's important. <laughs> that was just a PSA. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can speak to that. No, absolutely. Than me. I was a hockey goalie. He was a hockey goalie. goalie. <laughs> I needed that. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. Vulcanized rubber flying at you. <laughs> Frozen vulcanized rubber. Let's add to that. Yeah, you needed that. Absolutely. I didn't know where that was going. Well, that's where it was. So that's where your hockey hair has come from yeah, all these no, years. Yeah, completely. I used to only get my hair cut when I helmet stopped fitting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because my hair used to grow far more up. getting personal. Used to grow far more up than it did down. It used to be thicker and just like... Right. And uh, yeah, and the helmet would get pretty tight. Yeah. yeah. Full of secrets. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, yeah, I mean... No, ho- I don't know. I, it, I, li- I really like the first week of the year as it was. Yeah. I like the the, I think being the players spread out. Everyone gets kind of a, a slow start. Even honestly, even Brisbane women sometimes I thought was almost too strong. When you get first round matches like but, Sloan versus Kanta or 
Keys Count or whatever has happened in the first couple of years there. It's like, do you want to start your year with number 12 versus number 14 in the first round? That's right. like, that's a bit scary for a first match. Yes. I guess my, one of the, because I was thinking about this from, I guess, a logistic side, like from ATP Cup for broadcast, let's say. And obviously everything's like still, and also journalism, mm-hmm. right? So like, do are they, and you've done the reporting, I don't know. I am ATP outsider. Yeah. But um, I don't, like, are, are do the teams, like, if you're Japan and you start in Brisbane, do you then have to fly you to Sydney to, to play? If you make the, if you make it to the knockout rounds, basically. The knockout okay. rounds will be in Sydney and the round robin play will be in the other Because I was very ambitious to me. It's very, they're taking a big swing at this, again, for... And, and you think, at the beginning of the year, don't these players, I, God knows, I want to just sort of clear my throat. Yeah. You know, like, and you warm up a little bit. Also, you know? have, it's time I mean, to have a bulky start. There's 750 not, points there for grabs. Have yes. people not flown domestic... In Australia, oh, it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. All the the, the carry on restrictions. I don't constantly I want to trying to scam you here. Constantly I want to, to minimize you. the number of times I'm boarding a plane in Australia. Bless you, the planes and the flights are great, but like the amount of just yeah. So I would not want that as a player. That's petty and small, but whatever. But no, but from a journal because I was talking to a Japanese reporter, who um, was in Brisbane, and we were talking a little bit about ATP Cup, and he was saying. I was saying, you know, with ATP Cup, like, you would hope if Brisbane gets sucked in as a city and Naomi plays Brisbane, that the ATP would then also put the K and the Japanese team in Brisbane because that would help you. By the way. But I was also like, I don't think that they're going to be thinking about that for you guys. So then how does that impact the coverage, you know? The women just being an afterthought has been very frustrating in this. And Tennis Australia piling up with ATP without much concern for this. They, I don't know if you saw, there was a report in some in the Daily Telegraph down here or something like that. It was not online, but it was a version of it popped up somewhere pirated. Because um, we get our news these days through, through, through pirates on message boards. Um, saying the head of Tennis New South Wales essentially said there'll be no WTA City next year. And that was how that was revealed. This like long-standing, oh. which used to be the warm-up tournament for the Australian Open, Sydney, is they just sort of, as an afterthought, like, oh yeah, not back next year. And as Ash Barty's their best player on either tour going for this title, they're just sort of like, mm, you know what, mm, we're not doing it next year. Wow. And that's just, it's the, the to me, that's yeah. incredibly disrespectful. The women have been an afterthought since the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the yeah. point of my, I mean, like, everybody, I mean, I saw a few, you know, tweets from, from writers and journalists who were kind of saying, you know, WTA, stand up for yourself. This is a failure of the WTA. And, okay, there's an argument for that. Sure. Yeah, and I, I can I, make I will, that argument. I, you know, people can make that argument. I get it. And, you know, I'm not sitting here defending the WTA. I'm just trying to make, like, sound arguments. I just want the arguments to be sound. And my only counter argument was the reason WTA existed is because boys didn't want us. Correct. And that is part of the DNA of this entire sport. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes, I mean, yeah. you can speak to it way better than I can. You yeah. know, I mean, you've heard Billy and you you know all about it. And, you know, and so when it comes down to, like, girls stand up for yourself, it's like, what do you think? Where do you think the leverage is? Where yeah. where do you think things are slanted? And who are the people with the power who are shaking hands? And, and who's being excluded from those conversations? Right. I and, can't stand up and shout to an audience that doesn't listen. And when the men talked about, like, they were asked a few times, like, why the women weren't included, especially from a Hotman Cup being a beloved thing among tennis fans. Yes. Why women were included. And essentially their answer was, oh, that would have involved another phone call. Like, it's not, not like that's, that's a dumbed down version. But they're right. actually like, we wanted to control what we could control. And that would have been more complicated. To ask the women involved. It's just sort of like, you know, yeah, take the floor. <laughs> no, I just, you know, when when all this was, when the, when the I, again, yes, I, I I was raised on the knee of Billie Jean King, so I'm very, I, these, my feelings are still raw about the fact that <laughs> yeah. when the men, the ATP was going to, uh, 
they were going to skip Wimbledon because of Nicky Pillage, because yeah. they, they were making him play Davis Cup and he didn't want to, you know, all the, Billy went to, you know, Arthur Ashe and Cliff Dry, like all the, the, and said, we will boycott too. And they said, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry. And then when tennis went open and Billy said to the guys, yeah, all right, let's form a, a union, you know. No, yeah, we're on, you know, you're on your own. Yeah. I mean, it's, this goes way back. And it, and it continues to go, back. and it continues to manifest itself in even the smallest of things. I mean, you see, like with Andy retiring, like the immediate thing that I mean, because we know how the girls feel yes. about him. WTA in the in the lead up of a slam, going and wait, burning our time with our players yep. to get Andy Murray sound. Yes. To 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 cut a thank you video yeah. to Andy, and they did it. And they did it, and they and that's all great. Would we ever see any instance where something like that would happen on the, the flip side? Mm. It would only be Andy. He'd be. Just be Andy on his phone. Hi, Aga. <laughs> You've had a wonderful career. He would do it. You he will always it. be my ninja. <laughs> yeah, pretty he, much. He would. He would do so, it. So I'm running. A, I'm just spoiling a lot of my own stories here, which has been great. They were, you're hitting on the topics we agree on. And I was talking to Tamea Bachinski in this room, actually, in, in beautiful sunlit room three, with lots of fake uh, flora uh, on the walls. And uh, Tamea, I asked about Andy Murray, and she was like, Andy once came up to me at a tournament and was like, "Hey, great job in that quarterfinal three weeks ago." That was wonderful, and she was like, just like looking shocked that anyone had watched that match, or that he that he he was someone who was up on his results too in a way that like she didn't always get that much from the women, I don't think either, but that that this guy was there and went out of his way to sort of let them know. And a lot of WTA players, I mean, Carolyn Garcia has a complicated relationship with the Andy Murray (laughs) blessing she got early in her career, (laughs) and it's been sort of a bit of a curse for her. She Um, got to number one, and doubles at number four in singles. Like he was, he was pretty right. I mean, he knows what he's talking about with his tennis. I mean, Pliskova, I remember she, a couple years ago here, she made the final Sydney, I think, and he was like, "There's a great player." Tweet it, tweet it. <laughs> I'm not going to. Andy Murray imitation. But but he's a great player. But she's a great player. But you know her movement's not all that good. <laughs> Carolyn was like, he was like, noted. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm aware of this. Uh, clearly, he did watch me. Um, but yeah, so you know, so I mean, that. He, that it's been this exceptional. This is I'm planning on asking Novak whenever he comes in in I don't know an hour. Um, what does it say about you know Andy Murray that he's seen as so unique among the men that yes. the women feel That's like he's the their thing. only he's one? And what been and, my and, and how feminist and, and how for many years. and how do the men respond to the fact that like they think there's only one of you who's any good <laughs> basically? Yes. Well, and, and I do think that's overstating it. I mean, I think that the girls do like. I mean, with Roger, I mean Roger's been yeah, pretty Roger's good, good about Roger's obviously good. those things as well. Um, maybe not as reflexively. Yeah, and not as active, o- not as o- not and as is a little bit smoother yes. about when he. Whereas Andy had never felt. Like a calculated thing, it was just yeah. air to him. Of course, I'm going to correct you. you. You got your stat wrong because yeah. we were well, talking about you know. Can we like, can we just celebrate the women in his life? Yes. Starting with his mother, who yes. I love, who's the best. and his wife, who's come on, amazing. The t-shirt was we'll the go t-shirt, in the Hall of Fame. I hope the fame, the, I, that should be in the, the famous Kim T-shirt. Uh, Emily Marismo is a coach. I yeah. mean, this guy clearly two daughters, two who are going to take over the world, and he's also a dog lover, and yeah. more to the point, a terrier lover. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I mean, we put all that yeah, together. No. I mean, this is a unique and, figure. And, and I think, and the women do realize, like uh, that. You know, the, the men had an opening on their player council recently, and they appointed Sergei Sikovsky, who has been the loudest anti-female, anti-everything, you know, voice. And they were, and they just, and I talked to one of them. I was like, How, you know, I was like, you put Sikovsky back on. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. I know some people, you know, it's controversial. I was like, 
They didn't seem to know, and they, I, re, I sort of like recited some of his greatest hits to, to them, and the guy seemed genuinely surprised. Like he'd all never heard this. All the locker room stuff he said about women. All the locker room stuff that, you know, half of them are lesbians, how they shouldn't get paid, da 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 da, da and how there are no gay men in the tour because they would all rock around with erections in the locker room, and they'd just be so obvious. And, and this person did look genuinely shocked by what I was saying, because it's <laughs> absurd things to be saying. And so it's not, it's not even that they, it's just they don't care. They don't want to know. No. They're not curious about, these sort of things are not disqualifiers, and it's not. Can I just yeah. say that as much as when, when Andy plays his last match, uh, yes, he'd be a terrific coach, and yes, he'd be a terrific announcer. I really hope we, I'd love to see him take a seat on yes. the council. Yeah. I'd love to see him have He's a, a back room. He needs to be a guy who's in the room. I, exactly, he, where it happens. I mean, he is, mm-hmm. he's so thoughtful and he's there's there's this great yeah. uh, equanimity to him that a lot of a lot of players certainly don't yeah. have. I'm, I don't know, I'm curious how, he, how much patience he'd have for the politics once he did get into the dirt of it. If he would be willing to sort of play the game that tennis sometimes requires you to play in that well, role. Well, but if you but if you're an Andy Murray, if you're a Rafa Nadal, if you're a Novak or if you're a Roger, but really I would put Andy and Roger next to each other in terms of I think the amount of leverage that they could bring into that room just because they are who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, you do not want to be a board that ousts Andy Murray. No way. Like, you are, you are on the wrong side. Like, yeah. that is automatic, you know? And I think that that's where there's value of him being in the room, in addition, obviously, to his ideas and stuff, is that he he would force change just because yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. Right? I'm not some no-name tennis operator that you can – that, that that you can do whatever with or, you know, they, they knocked Roger Rashid off and everybody knows Roger Rashid, but that's not going to send ripples through, you yes. know. But but I think that with Andy, and he's already proven that he has an absolutely no problem, like, you know, uh, spilling the tea, as it were, you know, and going public and being like, well, this is freaking stupid, you know. And and I think that that's where, but, but I agree with you. I mean, the coaching and all that, yeah, that's great. But I would want to see bigger. him part of the administration yeah. of tennis and, the, and, and sway things that way. In a Scottish tradition, he could be the, the man to unite the kingdoms. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be Could you imagine? Yeah. yeah. Give that boy a gavel. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Let him let him decide. Yeah. Um, in terms of other big-time players, we have not talked to you, or I don't know if you talked, Serena mm. is here. Um, had the most eventful finish the U.S. Open of anybody Has involved in that. Has she given a press conference? Is she no. Not, so she's not it, on so, the list. So I'm it, wondering no, if she, she's going to talk. She, That's her decision not to talk? That is her I decision. I would assume I'm, that she's been She requested. was desired to talk. People <laughs> did want to talk to her, for sure. Um, and she, in Hobbit Cup, she barely talked. Um, she was. It's kind of, again, kind of an orphan event that doesn't have WTA to be there kind of running the show, and ITF doesn't only bring the chair empires, basically. So it's kind of nobody, okay. no... Uh, yeah, no one there running it's an it. exhibition. I mean, the players are could probably have it in their yeah. appearance fee contract. Roger what talked they a have lot. To do Roger it. did a lot of press. Roger did eight minutes basically in English after each match. Um, after just just after the three round robin match, that up to twenty four. Then he did French and German on top of that. Um, Serena, <laughs> I Serena, like to know his appearance fee. Contract. Yeah, it's it's big. He's got a big one. So does Rafa for exactly. the Australian. He's got a big one. The Australian tennis is yeah. pay, pays yeah. them millions. And I'm sure Serena got a not small fee to be in Perth either. Yeah. Um, and, and Novak found out about this. Yeah. last year. Yeah. That they had they weren't giving him anything. Hmm. That did not go over well. Well, Novak went to Doha all those years. He didn't do the whole Australia Correct. game. Yeah. Correct. But I'm sure if it had been an offered proposition. Yeah, he would have thought about it. I yeah. think the fact that he didn't know, and yeah. then he did know, I think that's the part that yeah. made him a little grouchy. Yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I would be very surprised, I will tell you too, I would be very surprised, I'd be more surprised if Novak doesn't get to 20 majors wow. than if he does at this stage. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. I, I guess it, I, 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 on paper, that? it yeah, makes yeah, a lot of because, sense. Because He's I don't 14 see the now, right? 14, is that now? He's up to 14, blockers. so if he wins here again, number seven, he'd have 15, he'd go past Pete, and he'd be wow. a couple away from Rafa, and he'd be still far, I, I guess, from five from away from from Roger, but as as Andre Agassi, this is, and they didn't spend a lot of time with each other, obviously, but Agassi, even away from that coaching situation, said, if he's fit, this was last year, he said, if he's fit, he's 31 going on 21. Yeah. Mm, and I, yeah. My only reluctance with Novak is that everything was going full steam ahead at one point three years ago Until also, and then it suddenly stopped. Right. And so that train is a you know bullet train and, that can and, get derailed in spectacular and fashion. And it's hard to know, more, you know, body wise. It just yeah. takes one bad forehand, and no, you know, all hell breaks loose in your elbow or whatever. Yeah. But but I agree with you. I mean, I, I just because I, I just surprised. don't see the blockers. I just see the the gap yeah. widening, not yeah. widening. I mean, it is getting, but it's it's not what he he used to. But it, it'd be funny to get, age well. It'd be yeah. it, it's funny if if he gets like you know twenty or twenty one, and you know he rolls back up onto Melbourne Park and has like a pretty woman moment. Just like huge mistake, big mistake, <laughs> huge, huge mistake. Remember that year you all couldn't even spell my name right? And I was like, no back four, with a C. Yeah. And I was like the five-time champion. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, we it, bring it. you coverage of joint. Thank you for watching, uh, Jovac Nokovic. It's still, it's still an all-time great uh, <laughs> transfer moment. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> just insult to injury. Uh, but no, but so, so Serena, I, I started to say yeah, earlier. I'm sorry. Serena did. Serena did two and a half minutes after two matches and skipped it all together after the third. Mm. So a lot less than Roger, basically, in terms of what she wants to give. Um, so that's more interestingly, she's been hitting with a lot of ATP guys. Yes, I see. Which I've been curious. I've always wondered. I, I haven't. I should ask, but I don't know if like her hitting partner's injured or something because she's been hit with Chris Eubanks the other day. I mean, she's been like and Sitsipas. She hit with Grigor. She hit with. I mean, she there's a lot of one today. I didn't recognize him though. I, I, I thought think it was she, Francis from. But Poland. I think a lot. I think it. She does a lot of that at yeah. Murata, at the Murata Glue Academy yeah. as well. I mean, she knows these. A bunch guys of guys hit with her. Kokanakis was sort of raving about her when I saw him. Yeah. At, uh, yeah. Last year's French Open, he'd been hitting with her. Are we? Is she your favorite? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think she's... Sh- I said initially yes, but now I feel dumb not picking Kerber. I think yeah. Kerber's a more reliable pick. Yeah. Um, and I would with be... A, and, with and, a and Kerber's, reliable draw. And Kerber's the rare one I would like head-to-head against Serena. Like, if Serena, if she has to play Serena, I wouldn't hate her chances. No. I think she's as I likely to get there. Kerber and Osaka. Yeah. You talk about, like, the current crop of players who, you know, Osaka's 2-0. and Kerber's, what, beaten her twice in a, in a, in a, yeah, in, in, in a major final. I mean... It's kind of crazy, but yeah, yeah, no. I mean, Serena, you you look at that draw, and it's not bad for her. I mean, I still, I still am curious about potential second round Bouchard, Serena, um, just because it'll be fun. But um, and Halep is is I think still kind of yeah. figuring yeah. things out. I'm not expecting that she no, and, goes and in a fair way, her. just kind of like, and she's been very upfront about it. She's yeah. like, I'm behind. Yeah. Like you know, I, I need. I took the time I needed. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm cramming. Darren Cahill was on her court I saw. today. Yeah. I looked up and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Familiar. In, in, in ter- Which is great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that he, 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 he can still be there for her when, if she needs it in those little small pockets. But, she's, but she said, she's like, he's not my coach. Like, I can't, right. I can't ask him to do more. No. You know. But, are we, but we are, to get back to Serena, we are assuming she's going to get to 24. Or is that not an assumption we can any longer I, I, make? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I, you never know when someone's last major has come because they, you know, if it was two years ago here, she would look like she was she didn't drop a set in that tournament and <laughs> right. life obviously happens and we didn't know Olympia was present for that trophy ceremony. Correct. Um, in her own way. Uh, and yeah, I, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I think nothing's guaranteed in sports. I think, and same thing with what you said with Novak. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen between 14 and 20. A lot. Right. Even if it does seem like the momentum is all there. And Serena only needs one more, and she'll get French Open, I still think, will be a long way to go for her this year on clay. But she will have three good shots, in theory, this year to get one more. And I would think she can do it. But she's also hasn't been a, as good a closer less lately in slams. I think one of the sort of underrated Serena stats is that first 28 times she made to a major semi, she won 21 titles. Just like 75% of the time she won the tournament. Jeez. In her last eight, she's won two. Mm. So she's getting late in there and not finishing. And losing finals. And losing I mean, finals I mean, you know, in a way she, she didn't used what, to do before. Four last six, and which up until that, you know, that uh, that Kerber AO, her she, she had like, was not undefeated, but it was something. She, it was a long streak. She was like twenty one and four, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, it was astounding. So I mean, the numbers are shifting the other way. The gap is closing. I think that we've all kind of acknowledged that much in terms of you can't sit there and say that the tour is. Because I've been kind of flabbergasted by a lot of the WTA coverage lately. Because everybody's like, what a product. This is amazing. I was like, what the? When did this happen? Because I feel like I've been swimming upstream for the last five years. People get it. It just, it just. I mean, it co- it, it, it congealed, yeah. I think. And, and where, like, you know, last year in a good way. Like, you know, like where it, it fin- like, yeah, the jello set. Yeah. It, it, yes. it, it made sense. Yes. You know, all of the... It, it, it's not chaos anymore. It's it's openness and it's it's competitiveness and things and the way the semantics have changed. But so then there's that. But at the same time, we also just know what talent lies in yes. in that arm and in in, in that brain yeah. and that you can't discount that. So it's a very hard thing to talk about because you don't want to say no. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. But and, she plays so little too. So yeah. that's a lot of that's. Yeah. Yeah. Hopman, she was good at Hopman, but she didn't play anybody that tough. Yeah. So it, it's tough to know. And, and she's a pretty workable draw, I think, early rounds. First three rounds, I think, are pretty comfortable for her. Bouchard, again, maybe a little bit of a wild card. Because Bouchard looked sharp. And, Ven- Venus, and then Venus or Halep, maybe fourth round. Here's um, what made Serena so great for so long. Yeah. I was talking to Renee Stubbs about this, because Stubbs now is coaching Pliskova, along with Conchita. Best and team. Yeah, that's a pretty good ball club right there. That's yeah. that. That's a already early front runner for coach of the year. <laughs> Co coaches. Co coaches. Exactly. But and and I don't think Renee would mind if I shared that she was ex- obviously there's no encore coaching for the majors, and we all know how good Pliskova is and how much better she can be. Mm-hmm. And Stubbs is basically saying, look, Conchi can't go out there, and and you know you have to you have to believe that you can figure out a way to win these matches, and. Renee said something that's so true about Serena, and it changed, I think, there was a shift last year because she had played so little. But for so long, she never was on the court thinking she was going to lose the match. It's not that it didn't occur to her. It's just that she fought through it so for years, like about 20. (laughs) And and I think last year against Kerber uh, at Wimbledon, she knew how well Andrew was playing. She yeah. wasn't. She got broken four times. I mean, there are reasons why she lost that that final. Uh, and against Osaka, I mean, she there was. Outplayed. She got out. She got outplayed. And there, I think, in those two matches, those two major finals, it occurred to her that she yeah. was not necessarily going to get through it. And so, th- I think co- going into 2019, it'll be interesting to see if she can get back yeah. and that. Yeah, I right? totally agree with that. And I think that one of the big things too is. You know, when you look at those two matches, when you're talking about Kerber and you're talking about Osaka, there are also there are outside reasons also why 
it could get into her head. Obviously, she had lost to Kerber before. She knows how well Kerber can play. Osaka just pasted her in Miami. Uh, Sasha's in her box. Yeah. Like yeah. she know who nobody knows my game better than him. This kid idolizes me. All of these other things that kind of start yes. to, to 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 drown out the you're the champ, like you know Correct. the the that that instinct. And so it'd be that's why I think it'll be interesting with this draw and why I think her draw is good to get to the final because I, I don't think that the players that are in that top half are players that are really going to – well, I guess Osaka's in the top half, isn't she? She's, yeah, she okay, plays so semifinal Osaka's first. In, yeah, so – but up until there, like, you know, in that, that section, that quarter, there's nobody that really psychs her out. Right. Now, Hal you doesn't know. psych her out. Psycho, yeah, Simona doesn't psych her out. Pliskova um, doesn't really psych her Pliskova, out. Pliskova's, Pliskova's just going to be tennis. Yeah. Pliskova believes. Like, yeah. she, she's how done much, it Pliskova's beaten her to I slam before. Oh, my God. Can we talk about how amazing Carolina Pliskova is? The people I don't, need to know, Mary. People the need, people don't know. I will do my best. Thank you. I will do my and, – and, again, she's got that great check bluntness. Yes. <laughs> That's like you almost like – it, it kind of – it's like getting a, a – Lemon meringue pie in your face sometimes. Like it's a lot she of, says, did she just say that? <laughs> yeah. That's why she sort of shook the Serena team, I think, a little bit with her comments before yes. they played each other in the quarters. But she said, like, you know, Serena's like, she's Serena's really, really good, but a lot of times she like acts like better than she plays. It and kind of cra- it, was, it was it was like an it was, it was like quote. and a quote that like a lot of people in tennis would sort of probably nod quietly at in terms of Serena using her imposing presence and yes. her legacy to to dwarf people yeah. and make people feel small out there. Yes. Um but let's go to actually say it. And then, you know, Alexis had some snarky tweet afterwards after the match about, like, you know, like, big game out there, Serena, big game, or something, something that was, like, clearly like an allusion to her quote in a way that I thought was just sort of like, ah, it's, you know, the Serena team, part of what part of what I enjoy about Serena, one of my favorite Serena moments of all last year all right, was <laughs> on the doubles court at French Open. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Where before the match against Maria Jose Martinez Sanchez, she said, uh, Chair Empire, um, if uh, I hit the ball and it hits them, it hits them, do I win the point? And the Chair Empire was like, yes, yes. And she's like, Okay, well, last time I played her, whatever she didn't, she, she didn't know that. So if you can just tell her that rule again, that'd be great. The pettiness, yes. she she puts the petty in competitive, and it's <laughs> that's a line you gotta you gotta take but, that but one in a way DC. that I, in a way that I just really really appreciate. Yes, and and pre med shade. Yeah. I mean, this is like you know. Absolutely. And again, Before the, the this was something that happened was. nine years ago, this match, and she played her several time sets. <laughs> but in all doubles, the saves, just, you know. she'd been sitting there on maternity leave waiting to be like, next time I see Martina Sanchez. <laughs> I'll be ready. Both moms now. She's like, no, we're still she going. She had a lot of time on her hands. A lot of time. She had a lot of time. A lot of to grudges re- to settle. To reflect. Yes. Yeah. Very Kill Bill in her own way. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there's something. Uh, there's a list. Yeah, there's a list. And and yeah, so I mean, so Serena, it'll be interesting to see what kind of baggage or lack thereof she comes with after the U.S. Open and the firestorm, because she always comes to. She last few years, she's had these sort of eventful U.S. Opens, and it hasn't played afterwards. Right. Hasn't had anything else no, to her, sort of her, watch her, that. Her season ends at the U.S. Yeah. Open. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you think there's any sense of, of hangover, unfinished business from what happened on that court in New York, and, and the huge sw- storm of discussion that followed it? Because she hasn't really had to address it super head on no. since. No, and that's why I I almost think she should have gotten rid of all of that in the days before this thing started. Should have talked. Should have talked because it, no matter what happens after her first round match, it's a lot of people are going to want to ask her about that. Yeah. I, but uh, no, I think she, I. My sense of my guess, I don't know. What do I know? I haven't talked to Serena since then, but my guess is that she's she's kicked that to the curb, and now she's just yeah. starting this year. For I mean, I, I think she's over. I mean, I think she's over what happened in New York. I mean, yeah. I think that um, you know, my sense is that people are more still more concerned about 
kind of hoping that Naomi's exactly. over it. I'm much it, that, right. that, that the hangover is shit, uh, more on her side. I don't think that. I don't think. I don't know. I, mean, I guess I'll speak for myself personally. I, I'm not concerned that Serena is at all thinking about what happened in New York. Right. And maybe the only time it would come up is if they would play in the semifinals or mm-hmm. if she played Kerber in the final or something like that where, right. you know, it might. But so if she gets Ramos again. Yeah. She probably will. I can't imagine they do that. I can't imagine they do that, but, yeah. but um, which isn't, anyways. Um, <laughs> it's not cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't think that the burden is on her. No. Of New York. No. It, it still is. It's Naomi having to constantly say, like, I talk about it because you guys keep asking me about it. But, like, I'm uh, like, you know, so it's, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a lot of I still have pangs of sympathy for Osaka. After oh, that. yeah. I mean, that was. She was in fine form. You missed a good, a good opening. Know. She was in Just fine form. Standing. Yeah. And uh, Tennis Channel um, went to, when she went back to, when she went to Haiti, I don't mm-hmm. know that she's ever been there before. Um, we, it wasn't me. We had a crew follow her around. Good. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a sweet little piece. It's that's gonna, good. Yeah. Because that's the one I was talking to somebody about that before that, like, obviously her Japanese-ness and her connections to America right. have been thoroughly, inve- like, at this point, not investigated. I mean, I'm sure there's multiple layers that we haven't even touched, but they're at least part of the conversation. Yes. But her Haitian side right. is not as much. And, yeah. and, and actually, when I talk to her, it's the side that she gets a little bit more emotional about. Like she said, like this, you know, Haitian lady saw me at the mall in yes. Florida and like broke down crying. And, you know, and she's like, that's when I realized she was talking about kind of being, you know, multiracial and, you know, and her impact. She's like, that's when I kind of realized it because you guys write it and I don't really understand what the big deal is. But then this woman, yes. you know, was like, oh, my daughter yes. would love to meet you. Like stuff like Does that. Does she speak any of that language? She grew up in a, I mean, she grew up in a Haitian household because when they moved to the States, they stayed with her father's side Long of the family Island, in yeah. Long Island. So, and and from what I understand, like, grew up hearing, you know, Creole, like, Caribbean, yes. like, but, yeah. um, but then her mom was speaking to her in Japanese. I mean, she's fully, it's the melting pot. <laughs> it's tremendous. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. No, it's, it's all, it's, it's a beautiful sort of show of what, how tennis connects different parts of the world and how global a sport it is all in one person. Because right. and that's what she said when I first talked to her uh, here when it's around three years ago when she sort of made third round and I I knew known who she was ever since she played uh, Stoser and beat Stoser and and Stanford and she said like I think people like me because they look at me and can't figure out what I am so they're like oh she must be like me I guess like any because she's because she's unidentifiably <laughs> and no nothing. one's like her no exactly. <laughs> no one no one no. like seriously yeah. she's so she's so unique and you know she, her whole discussion of small talk and how she hates it the i was like feeling you yeah it was i was like this is me yeah. i see you know i see myself in you yeah. but but yeah there is there's part of that i mean she and I, and it's an, it's an, it's an interesting one you know she's what 20 21 years old now mm-hmm. and i think that because of the bubble that she's kind of grown up in within tennis within just her family and stuff like that um i'm not i think just based on a few changes in the way that she talks about certain subjects, I think that in the next, you know, four or five years is when she's going to kind of start actually intellectually reckoning with what it means for her to be biracial, what it means for her mm-hmm. to represent Japan and, and you know, be dark-skinned and what that means to, in Japan and at the same time live in America and, and just... You know, all of a lot of us went to university when, and we took like you know theory, race, critical race theory classes, yeah. and so see, we've had, we've been able to think about it in a different way and, and kind of be given the tools 
to understand yes. that stuff. Things will slowly occur to her. Yes. And it'll, it's going to be a beautiful journey. It'll be journey. impactful, yes. It'll be a beautiful journey, I think. I don't think she even understands her personal power. No. No. And it's those little moments. She said, like, it's those little moments like the lady at the mall. And she said that she was watching a video on YouTube of um, biracial um, people in Japan doing interviews um, where like Vox Pop things of, of what it meant to them to see her win the U.S. Open. And she was saying, and she was like, it was really, really touching. And it's a reason why she started to really, really, really want to do her Japanese press in Japanese. Because she's like, because I'm looking at them and they're speaking Japanese, but I'm speaking in English. And then I was thinking like, do they know what I'm saying? And like, and how do we connect, you know? <laughs> so like, I feel like I have to do this. And um, and she was, and she was just saying, yeah, my mom talks to me in Japanese at home, but like nobody on my team is Japanese. So I don't have a conversation partner. So I'm going to use the press as my conversation partner and they're going to, they can teach me the vocabulary yes. when I forget things. Yeah, and you did a very lovely piece yeah, on it. It was her. nice. It was yep. good. Yeah. 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 So. Done some great stuff. Oh, thanks, Carils. So has Ben. I salute you both. Oh. We salute you back. We oh, salute you back. Is there, is, there any, is there anything else in particular you're looking forward to seeing in, in 2019 in tennis? What would make this a... Yeah. I don't know if there's what's something the, like... What's the yeah. Carill of 2019 tennis bucket list? 20, what do you, uh, what do you want to see? I want to see... Were you curious about anything? I want to see a younger player on the men's side win a major. Any been of a, them? It's been a long time. It's been Doesn't a long matter? time. It's been a long time. And it's interestingly, I read... This is my own research... I read that of the, he only lost a couple of times, Djokovic, in the second half of the season, mm -hmm. and they were all to 22 and unders. Yeah. Which I that's thought right. was interesting. So it's the past catching off his very Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, so that, that says. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought that was pretty. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing some young guy win a major. Do you have a take? This is my, one of my favorite stats in, in, in men's tennis. Okay. Is, is that right now no man under the age of 30, mm. currently under the age of 30, has even won a set in a grand set final? To that, I say zoinks. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's an official it's, it's Marin wild. Zoinks. When, when Marin Cilic turned 30 last September, right. Right. that was the stat. That was it. No one under 30 has oh. then done that. I mean, and this is a sport people used to be out of the sport by 30 on a regular basis. Yes. So The last time we, we've had a first-time major champion? Was Cilic back in 2014 on the men's side. So it's yeah. a very long time. Yeah. And, and before, and Del Potro. And the guys who are breaking through, uh, the two first-time London qualifiers this year, we're John Isner and Kevin Anderson, right. who are both in their 30s right. already. Like, like this generation, a generation, I guess you can call it the Dimitrov generation, just missed the boat completely, yeah. it seems like. And I'm curious what – and obviously the Big Four was very good. But at, this, at some point, it does come back to them being like – people refer to them as the lost boys, generation suck more crudely. I mean, what, what happened? What, and is there something about – I'm not dismissing these theories, even though they sound ridiculous. These kids today and their smartphones and their Instagrams and their whatnots, it makes them unsuited to playing best of five tennis and having the intention span to win Oh my gosh, tournaments. is that really where that was going to go? Because I was about to say, but the girl, I mean, we have 20-year-old champions on the women's side. It's not smartphones, but it's about best of five. Attention I span. like where you're going. I don't know. It's but a theory. It's a theory. Yeah, it's a hypothesis. It's a, I'm up for theories. It's, it's baffling. It's baffling. No uh, one under thirty. Under thirty used to be when you were good at tennis, and now it's when you're bad you, at tennis on the men's side. That's a that's all time great. Those three. Uh huh. Sorry, Andy. I'm just gonna say those three for now. <laughs> but Andy too, whatever. Yeah. But like all time. Right. Never seen anything like that before. This level of dominance and skill and blah blah. Like when you have something so incredibly flip and special, you can't like treat the collateral damage as. I mean, what happened? <laughs> like, but, but the, what happened is that thing. 
thing. Which is why I which the is why, comet which is, hit the but, earth. But that's why I go to the guys <laughs> making the guys making <laughs> the moves. Dinosaurs are not dead. Right, yeah. but the guys making the moves are the Andersons and the Isners, who are yeah. the other old guys. And Vavrinka. I see. Vavrinka too. I mean, so it's just like there's this the young yeah, the young people are not doing things. That Kevin Anderson is somehow more equipped well, to that's do. That's why yeah. I want millennials. That, I if I had, that's if I had a wish, that would be my wish. Yeah. Is that one of these young guys? Say, come, give me the balls for yeah. s- for two weeks. Give me seven rounds. Yeah. Give, 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 give me. Let's get. Let's get this. The ATP done. could desperately use an Ostapenko moment. Somebody <laughs> seriously. Somebody. And it could be somebody could desperately use, use an Ostapenko moment. <laughs> well, that's true. Somebody even less random <laughs> than her. Someone even like there's no Osaka and maybe I guess if like Kachanov won this tournament, let's say as a hypothetical, yes. that'd be Osaka-ish. Like he won a Masters and then he won a Slam and it kind of like he's led to something. I think he's, he's very good. I think he's yeah. He could be one. Of, he could be the one yeah. to break through. Yeah, yeah. he's next gen Del Potier. Yeah, next gen. You saw him in the hallway the other day. You seemed uh, amazed. I walked away. <laughs> did you? I did. Why? He's just a real tall guy. Okay. You have to walk away from tall. He's a good-looking dude. What do you want? <laughs> okay, okay. He's a Hemsworth in Australia. He's a can I can yeah. I ask you too if you had one thing you sure. would like to see in 2019? What would it be? I think that's a good answer. I think I think something. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be winning. Just making a final. Or, no, or I want somebody something. to win. win. Okay, win. Okay, that's fair. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Serena get the the record. No. At least Ty, because I think Ty will go to Serena indisputably with all the previous currency talk we had before. But I'd like to see, I'd like to see the Harvey Court conversation over. In some ways, I'd like to see you know Serena get it without having this hanging over her. Because I think it's unfair that this number twenty four, like we said before, which came through some odd counting or some favorable counting to Margaret, very favorable to Margaret, is this thing that's been relevant to Serena's life when I think it probably shouldn't have been. So I would like to see Serena move past that. Yeah, and you. One thing. Um, one thing, okay, I guess the one thing, I'm going to go with, I would I would, I would, would very much like to see Madison Keys win a major. Ah. I think that, again, we were talking about it on the podcast the other day, like, so underrated as a slam player, despite her results. She made two and semis last year, no one remembers no that. No one remembers it. Right. Um, I know that there are, you know, all the reasons why it wouldn't happen, but the game... I just like watching Maddie hit a ball, yes. and I just and I think that it. She would hits be, a ball; it stays hit. It stays hit. <laughs> it stays hit forever, and, uh, and 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 I would like to see two young American Slam champions. That's why in, in her and Sloan, I, you mean? In yeah. her and Sloan, yeah. I, I think that I think that America needs to needs to needs to figure out its tennis situation for the next ten years, in yes. terms of post arena, yeah. post arena, and, and and stuff, and um, you know, and if if those two good friends. You know, play different styles of games. You know, like they're great, they're personable. I, I, if those are the two that kind of get the torch gets passed to, absolutely on it. And that's it in in a lot of ways. That's kind of for the growth of the game in the states. It's kind of the best case scenario there. So I I would like to see it. I think that you know when you look at I mean I'm trying to think of like what other players who haven't won slams have Madison's bona fides. Let's go maybe. One slam, two semifinals, Carolina. Yeah, she made a French semifinal. French and and she's maybe not as many semis. No, but she's a player who's been number one. She's like she's a player who's very much. No, I know. I'm saying slam achievement. Slam. I'm saying slam like actual slam results. Like a player who hasn't won one. I think Madison might. Have maybe, the best. maybe, yeah, maybe. three she semi, yeah, the Australia semi. In a while. I know, yeah. I know. That, like I said, tons of reasons why she's yeah. like the one player I haven't seen hit a tennis ball. But it's yeah. a long year. I mean, she'll be ready by Wimbledon in yeah. all in all likelihood. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And who knows what happened at Wimbledon? Honestly, 
because she didn't get nervous against Rodina. I, it's always a what if question for last year because she was looking she was looking really good until she got nervous because she realized she was looking really good <laughs> and was just gonna have to play Serena next round. Yeah. Don't look, so, Madison. Yeah, exactly. Don't look. Talk about a player you just want to put the blinders on oh, and yeah. just don't don't look at anything else. Pull the visor down even lower <laughs> over your eyes. Full blindness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Mary, thank you very much for being Pleasure, here with us. As always. It's been a delight. We'll uh, see you next year. We'll see you next year. Same, same time, same place. Uh, it's season eight of our show. Congratulations. I will have a... Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening all along. I, I'm, I'm a loyal... Long-time listener, second-time caller. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any uh, any outro song you want to pick? For... Oh. I feel like we alluded to some song before, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway. Can it be anything from Hamilton? What's what's the best Hamilton song oh. for the beginning of the year? For the oh. beginning of the... The best one? Yeah. Mm. My shot situation. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, my shot. That could be. My the... shot's good. I mean, you did make the reference earlier in the room where it happens. In the room where it happens. Uh, There's rooms in ATP where things are happening these days. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I that's was actually, a whole another podcast. Speaking of uh, of Hamilton, I w- I've made a joke to Courtney a while ago that in terms of Australia, I've, I've gotten occasionally frustrated by this country during my times here. And it just basic little little, th- little things, like standing there at an intersection of a tiny little narrow, like little Collins Street or whatever, having 20 people standing there just waiting as the light's <laughs> red to cross this like five foot wide street and there's no cars and they're just standing there waiting. I'm like, you know what? I'm crossing. I'm not waiting through this anymore. You're, I'm jaywalking. And they and, and you're and not from New York. They, yeah. no, I'm not from New York, but I, I'm in a city where people do things. And I feel like it all traces back to me that this country never had a revolution. They ah. never threw off their overlords. And I and I said, and here's my here's my joke is he that theories. Australian Hamilton takes place in the future. Oh, like interesting. Yeah. Can I? And again, this I'm doubling back. Yeah. My father was on the front cover of the New York Times. I think it was in like 1947 because wow. he was the first ever person to get a ticket for jaywalking in Manhattan. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Rebel I've been trying core. to live up to that. Rebel to the, the core. That is awesome. I know. Anthony Carrillo. We love a petty criminal. Yeah. yeah. There's like a, there, I, there, evidently, there's a picture of him like going like that. Like, one leg out. Like a North <laughs> Korean soldier. <laughs> That's tremendous. Well, that thanks. is unbelievable. So, yeah, yeah. That's something we can all... So you have that, you've got that in you. You got my pop. I, yeah, I just rebelled. Yeah. And she, just and go he, for it. Just sort go of a, for it. Sort of a... It was $3, by the way. Oh, and wow. like, he had no cash on him. He's like, what, what's the rule? Well, what? he, had no, he had no idea there was a jaywalking. Like, I think it doesn't exist any longer. Mm-hmm. I think they kept that up for a couple of weeks and decided <laughs> we cannot keep handing out $3 tickets to people who jaywalk in Manhattan. Yeah. But my dad. First one. Man. Went right to Rikers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's spectacular. Yeah, it is spectacular. That's, that's just good. another part of the Carrillo legend. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good stuff. I know. And with that, and with in this Legends Only podcast, we say thank you once more. Pleasure. And we will see you next year. And enjoy the Open, everybody. <laughs> Meant to be a colony that runs independently. Meanwhile, Britney keeps shitting on us endlessly. Essentially, they tax us relentlessly. Then King George turns around, runs a spending spree. He ain't never gonna set his descendants free. So there will be a revolution in this century. Enter me. He says in parentheses. Don't be shocked when your history book mentions me. I will lay down my life if it sets us free. Eventually, you'll see my ascendancy. And I am not thrown away, my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I am just like my.
country, I'm young, scrappy, I'm hungry, and I'm not going to